Welcome to Healing with Purpose podcast, a place where we discuss how healing ourselves helps us find our purpose. I'm your host, Kenya Marie. Let's get into it. What is up? Welcome back to another episode. First of all, excuse my raspy ass voice. I lost my voice over the weekend and it's taking a little bit of time to get it back. So excuse me uh, for having this crazy voice. Hopefully you can all understand me. (laughs) So um, today let's just dive right into it. And obviously based off of the title, you know exactly what we are talking about, which is self-awareness. Now, I know that there's a lot of us out there that are like, yep, I'm pretty much self-aware, you know, especially if you're listening to this podcast and it's likely you are on some form of a healing journey, some form of a spiritual awakening, if you will. And so there, you know, that comes with self-awareness, but I'm going to dive a little bit deeper because I truly think that although we are in the practice of being self-aware, there's a lot of little sneaky things that can happen and um, happen around us, happen within us that actually show us that we're not fully aware. And I know for myself, especially when I really understood the depths of what self-awareness truly entails, I was made aware of way more um, beliefs and thought patterns that I was holding that I didn't necessarily think about before. So that's what I want to talk about today. Now, if you've ever heard the quote, uh, knowledge is power, which you probably have, um, think about how that can play a role when it comes to self-empowerment. I mean, if knowledge is power, then knowledge about yourself is self-empowerment. So knowing exactly who you are and what you stand for and the thought patterns that go through your mind, that's so important because if there are thoughts and behaviors that you're not super fond of, then we need to be aware of them. We need to be aware of them so that we can change them. So knowledge is power, but knowledge about yourself, that's self-empowerment. So really, what is self-awareness? I mean, we talk about it all the time, especially if you're on some form of a healing journey, then it's likely you've heard spiritual teachers say, hey, you know, we need to be self-aware. You need to be aware of what your beliefs are. But truly, the best way I've summed up self-awareness is just the habit of paying attention to the way that you think, the way that you feel, and the way that you behave. That's it. Most specifically... Self-awareness is about observing your thoughts, your emotions, and your behavior. So when we think about our patterns of thought, we tend to think about and explain, you know, well, these are the things that are happening to to me, right? Like when we're thinking about our, when we're talking to other people and we're saying, okay, yeah, like, you know, this, this thing happened to me, this thing happened to me. Oh my gosh, this thing happened to me when I was five. This thing happened to me when I was 20, Right. But truly, how do you tend to think about and explain what happens to you, right? What is your self-talk actually like? What expectations do you hold in certain settings and with certain people? These are the questions that we need to be asking ourselves when we're talking about self-awareness and we're talking about our patterns of our thoughts, then these are the questions that we want to answer, What are some of your core beliefs that influence your thinking? Do you think certain ways because your parents have taught you to think that way? Do you believe certain things because you've grown up believing certain things and so you never really questioned it? Where do the patterns of our thoughts come from? And that's a question that I like to ask myself is, you know, 
how well do I actually understand my mood? And this is something that I got when I actually started going to therapy. Um, when I started going to therapy, it, it really brought this level of awareness of realizing, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize that I react in this way when this thing happens. I don't fully understand up until now that based off of my mood, I'm going to say and feel and think and, and believe certain things. So how well do you understand your own moods and your own emotions? And do you actually observe them and try to understand them? Now, outside of thought, the next big pattern that we really want to be focusing on when it comes to self-awareness is our patterns of our behaviors. Do we understand why we act in certain ways? Do we understand or have a sense for what types of events are triggering for us? Right? These are the questions that we need to answer when we are saying, I want to be more self-aware or I am self-aware. Are you really? Are you really self-aware? Do you understand how your behavior and your, your circumstances and your situations impact the way that you show up? Do you understand what motivates your behaviors? Or do you understand what, what happens, what behaviors you hold that are actually leading to self-sabotaging behaviors? It's not just I'm aware. It's what are the, what are the behaviors that are happening? What are the thoughts that, I'm ha- that are happening? So when it comes to self-awareness, it's not just, oh, I know this is my personality type. Or I know that, you know, I, I used to say like my own personal example, I say, well, yeah, I'm a Capricorn and I have very Capricorn-like, uh, you know, personality traits. I'm a go-getter. I'm very, I can be type A, which has its pros and its cons, right? Um, depending on the extent of type, of the, you know, type A I am, Right. And, and that was like my level of self-awareness. And so I was like, yeah, no, I'm self-aware. I know that this triggers me. I know that this, um, this is how I act, right? But then when you really start answering some of these questions, and I'm going to leave you with some questions too, uh, to, you know, journal prompts, if you will. But when you really start answering these questions, you really start to understand, oh, wow, I didn't even realize that, you know, when this person says this thing, it actually really bothers me. I started asking myself questions like, what bothers me about him saying this thing? Or what bothers me about her doing that thing? When it comes to other people, by the way, you know, often the things that irritates us the most in other people is a reflection of some quality that we dislike in ourselves. And prior to me fully adopting this truth, I did not believe that. They triggered me because they said that thing, how dare they? They said this thing, how dare they? Have you ever been in a fight with one of your friends and you, you know, they say something and you just like pop off and you get like super mad and you're just like, oh my gosh, well, how dare she say that thing to me? How how dare she do that thing to me? Right? I know I definitely used to back in my early 20s. I mean, I don't, fortunately, I have a badass fucking group of friends. Like I have such a badass group of friends. My closest friends have been in my life for over 10 years over 15 years, some of them. And we don't really experience these types of fights, but I know with, you know, some friends that I had who are no longer in my life, they would say or do certain things and I would get so triggered. But the truth is when you actually are self-aware, then you'll understand that what irritates us most about what someone says or what someone does is usually a reflection of ourself. So whenever someone does something that seems to particularly annoy you or irritate you, ask yourself, how could this be a reflection of something in me that I dislike? 
Or like, do I do some version of that? And so I'm getting really triggered that they are doing it, right? The next thing, if we want to really improve our self-awareness is to honestly be more mindful. My favorite way to be mindful is clearly through meditation. Mindfulness meditation has been shown to be so beneficial, so beneficial, not just weight loss, depression, all these things, but when it comes to your level of self-awareness, taking that time to be silent and still and truly listen to what's going on inside you allows you to see, wow, I didn't know I even had these types of thoughts, right? We easily become lost in our thoughts and we assume that our thoughts are true or worth engaging in simply because our minds decided to throw them at us. But if we are self-aware and we're silent and still and realize, wait, I just had this thought, but I'm actually not going to claim this thought as mine. I'm going to release this thought. Where is this thought coming from? That's how you improve your self-awareness. One of the next things that I love to do to improve my self-awareness is to ask my best friends for feedback. This is something that I've been doing um, for probably four years now, I'd say. About four years, I've been asking my closest friends for some feedback. Pick someone that you value very deeply in your life. Like where you're like, yes, they know me. They, you know, they, they see all sides of me, not just the version that I want them to see. And ask them like, hey, friend, what are some of my blind spots? Like, what are some of the things that I do that as, you know, someone who loves me and knows me very well, you can say like, ah, you know, Ken, that's not really you. Or, you know, you should be more mindful when you're with these people or when you're saying these things. This is something that so many of us are afraid to do. And it's so unfortunate because if you ask the people in your life that you love the most that are closest to you for some feedback, you can actually make astronomical changes in a way shorter period of time than if you were to try to wait and figure this shit out on your own. So pick like one or two friends again. And this is one thing too, that's really important when you're asking for feedback, not just with self-awareness, but business feedback, relationship feedback. You don't need to ask everyone. You don't need to ask all 20 of your best friends. <laughs> pick one or two that you just really fully trust and that know you really well. Maybe it's your mom. Maybe it's your, your sister. You know, Maybe it's one of your coworkers that you've worked with for a long time. But pick someone, one or two people that just truly know you. And of course, watch, avoid, the defensiveness that comes with this. Okay. That's a big thing too. If you know that there's one friend that for whatever reason you get really triggered or really defensive every time they're giving you some for, some form of feedback, A, there's something about that that you should look into yourself about. Why do I get so triggered when this person's giving me feedback? But also like, let's avoid asking that person, right? So pick people that you truly trust and say, Hey, you know, what are some of my blind spots? And trust me, again, I've been doing this for about four years now and I've gotten much more comfortable doing it much more frequently in the last year, especially, but it's, it's so imperative, especially if you are looking to improve in certain areas of your life. The next, if you want to improve your self-awareness, you got to learn something new. This forces us to act in new ways, right? In order to learn new things, the mind has to be flexible. It has to see things in a new, fresh perspective, and when you see things in a new, per fresh perspective, you start to see, oh, wow, I, uh, I didn't realize that I you know, thought this way. I didn't realize that my self-talk was trash. I didn't realize that I behave this way every time I'm with that person, right? So if you're wanting to make improvements in these areas and start learning new things, start making, you know, our brain is malleable, right? We talk about this. Our brain is malleable. So if you want to improve your quality of life, don't be afraid to start learning new things and get your brain in the practice of being more, you know, more malleable and, and being more flexible. 
because you'll have a that'll have a direct impact on your ability to be more self-aware. Okay, so I want to leave you with some some journal prompts. This was a quick one. You guys I actually was doing a training um, with some of my clients earlier about self-awareness. And of course, their training is much more in depth. But, you know, at the end of the day, I think so many of us are so quick to say, I'm self-aware. I'm self-aware. And then I'll be in conversation with them, you know, especially my my business clients. And they're like, no, I'm pretty self-aware. I'm like, no, I'm sure you are. But then in my conversation with them, they they drop you know, three to six limiting beliefs. And I'm like, are you even aware that this is like a belief that you're holding on to? Like, are you even aware saying even something as small as like, well, it's not small, but something as big as like, well, I'm just, I don't know. I just, what I have to say is just like not that important. And it's like, oh, that's interesting. Were you even aware that that thought that you're having is holding you back from really starting your business or making a lot of money or impacting a lot of lives? Like, oh, I mean, I guess I was, but like, damn, not fully. So we could be aware of of tendencies that we have, but when you break them down and you truly are self-aware, which is going to continue to grow year after year after year. I mean, we're we're never fully, we're, we're always evolving and changing, but when you're fully aware of the limiting beliefs that you're holding on to or the, the, behaviors that you're holding on to or the thoughts that you're holding on to or the way that you react if you're aware of like damn I react this way because of this circumstance that happened I don't know 20 years ago damn I didn't realize that that relationship from nine years ago impacted me so greatly that it's showing up in my life now Right? These are the things that we start to uncover when we practice self-awareness. So let me leave you with some of my favorite journal prompts when it comes to improving our self-awareness. Okay, Feel free to pause me right now, grab out a piece of paper and a pen and write these, these questions down. I provide my clients you know, with about 30 different self-awareness prompts, um, but I'm going to give you uh, 10 of my favorite. So here's the first. The first question is, what makes me feel powerful? What makes me feel powerful? When do I feel the most powerful? The second is, when do I feel the most anxious? What are the things that make me anxious, right? Who? Maybe there are certain people that make you feel more anxious. So when, when do I feel the most anxious? The next is, what can I do today that I didn't do yesterday that will serve me for the better? Right? We have this saying, and it's pretty a worldwide saying now, I feel like, which is, what can I do to be 1% better? Right? What can I do to be 1% better? What can I do today that I didn't do yesterday that will serve me for the better? It can be a tiny, tiny act. Like, you know, I typically don't make my bed after I get up. I just kind of get up and go. Maybe making your bed or just kind of throwing the covers together it doesn't have to be perfect, but that's one minor act of self-discipline that's going to help you in the long run. So like, what can I do today that's going to serve me? Okay. The next question is, how do I share my feelings with others? This was a really eye-opening question for me when I answered this question. And it definitely differed based off of who I was sharing my feelings with. But, you know, how do I, how do I share my feelings? Am I loud and aggressive and strong? Am I quiet and passive? Am I untruthful when I share my feelings? Do I give like partial truths, right? This was something that I, I was definitely struggling with, with uh, my relationship. I went, I thought I was sharing my feelings. I thought I was self-aware and I, yeah, I share my feelings. I'm good with communication. Like that was always the thing I said, but it wasn't until again, I was in therapy and realizing, damn, I do share my feelings, but I don't share my full feelings. I share my feelings like 75%. 
but there's so much more to what I'm feeling and how I'm feeling. So ask yourself, like, how, how do I share my feelings with other people? The next question, which is so important when it comes to self-awareness, and that is, how do I embrace my authentic self? How do I embrace my authentic self? And if that question is hard for you to answer, I would ask, do, do I really embrace my authentic self? I can tell you right now, a lot of us don't. A lot of us don't. A lot of us are so worried about what other people think or what other people are going to say that we actually don't embrace our authentic self. But if you do, how? And could you be doing more of it? The sixth question I have for you is, how can I step outside of my comfort zone? If you are talking about wanting to improve your self-awareness, you got to do things that you're just not used to. You got to do things that make you a little bit uncomfortable. So how? How can I step outside of my comfort zone? The next question that I absolutely love is, what are all of the things that I love about myself? What are all of the things that I love about myself? I think we are so quick to shit on ourselves. We're so quick to point out all the things that we're lacking in that we forget that we are such powerful human beings. And there are so many components of ourselves that are special. We are so special. There is no one just like you, even if you're a twin. There's not one other human being on this planet that's the exact same person as you, and that is amazing. So start pointing out the things that you do love about yourself that might be a little bit different. The next, which kind of can piggyback off of that, is how do I practice self-love? If I want to be more aware, then you have to understand inevitably there are going to be things that come up that might not feel super comfortable, and that's okay. If you're sitting around like, I am self-aware, I know everything about me, I'm great, it's moved on, I'm good, then you haven't actually truly practiced self-awareness. So as you're going through this whole, you know, discovery of who you truly are, you know, one of the things that you can journal on is like, okay, well, how do I practice self-love? There's some things about myself that I'm not super fond of, but like, how can I practice self-love so that I can actually get through those things, work through those things so that they're no longer, you know, components of myself that hold me back? Okay, then the next question, I have two more questions for you. The next question is, do I believe I am a victim or a warrior of life? And you guys, you gotta be real honest with yourself here. Do I believe I am a victim or am I a warrior of my life? You have to be super honest, okay? And the last question, and arguably one of the most important questions, is am I honest with myself? If you want to be self-aware, you want to truly uncover the thoughts and behaviors and actions that you have, then you need to be honest with yourself. And the only way to be honest with yourself is to actually uncover, am I honest with myself? Am I honest in my feelings? Am I honest in my, you know, feelings about all things, my work? You know, are you honest with yourself with your career? Do you tell yourself that you love your job because your parents expect you to work there? But if you're truly honest, you actually like, no, I hate my job, right? Are you honest with yourself in your relationship? Are there needs that are not being met in your relationship? But you just kind of ignore it, right? Got to be honest with yourself. Maybe when you even make mistakes, when you make mistakes, are you honest with yourself about why you made that mistake, right? That's the only way that we could really learn and grow and evolve. And truly, this is the process of finding our purpose, 
is having this this self-awareness and realization of, wow, I think these ways, I do these things, I act this way. And the way to improve in all areas is to really ask yourself, am I honest with myself in all the things that I do? Okay. So I hope this was a, you know, quick little reminder that, you know, there's always improvement for more self-awareness. And at the end of the day, we want to really step into our highest self and we really want to become the person that we deserve and desire to be. Then self-awareness is the absolute first step. And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, what we should be observing is our thoughts, our emotions, and our behavior. So I look forward to hearing how, you know, you exploring your own self-awareness and perhaps even going through these journal prompts helps you uncover new things about yourself, new beliefs or new thoughts that you may didn't really know that you were holding on to. Okay. So we just started our first week of Healing with Purpose. It's been absolutely incredible. For those of you that have been wanting to join, our next enrollment will be in January of 2023. That will be when the doors open again for the next cohort of Healing with Purpose course. So definitely don't sleep on it. Um, I know I've gotten so many messages already like, oh, damn it, I wish I got in this time. So don't sleep on it. I will be announcing when our next course is released closer to the end of the year if you are listening to this on its release date. Um, But the next cohort will begin on on January, in January. So I look forward to seeing all of those, um, you know, increase come in. And as always, if there's a topic that you really want to talk about or learn about, please DM me. My Instagram is I am Kenya Marie underscore. And I love getting DMs from you guys and hearing like what resonates with you and what you would love for, you know, me to expand on. And, um, you know, what you're going through right now too, that really helps me with, with putting out content that actually resonates and and also just sharing my own experience and in those areas of life as well. So thank you as always for being here. Please download, share this episode. If it resonated, um, send to a friend, if it's something that, you know, a friend or family member could hear. And as always stay healthy. Thank you for taking interest in your own healing by healing yourself. You heal the world. I'll talk to you next time. To continue your healing journey, join me in my 10-week course, Healing with Purpose. This all-encompassing course is comprised of teachers, healers, and holistic practitioners who teach you how to find your purpose in life by walking you through the stages of healing. By the end of the 10 weeks, you will have a deeper understanding of who you are and what your purpose is and the tools and resources to heal your body and manage your mind. To apply for our course, click the link in my bio, I am Kenya Marie underscore, and we'll see you in there.